1: Senator Bob Menendez is an institution in New Jersey politics. He is also now indicted. Uh, It is the second time for the senator, and there is a lot of history and a lot of politicking that goes into this story, and who better to walk us through it? Not just uh, the indictment. I think that that's been covered, gold bars, envelopes of cash, all that kind of stuff. But the story kind of that leads up to it and where we go from here. Who better to do that than Herb Jackson? Our politics editor here at Roll Call, and also a man of New Jersey. Welcome, Herb.
0: How you doing? You want some t- uh, Taylor ham here? Or
1: <laughs> now, now, right, right there, you just alienated half the state. Uh, as I, know. It, I know. I know. There, there's Taylor ham and there's pork roll. Uh, do, do, you, do you want to actually explain that real quick? I mean, because- it's,
0: it's just a no. Who no. there's, there's, there's There's an interstate highway that divides them, and you know, it's 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 preserved meat.
1: For for the for those who may not be up on breakfast sandwiches in the mid Atlantic states, uh, it, Herb is referring to a uh, a, a breakfast sandwich of uh, of that has a uh, a pork product in it. <laughs> we can safely assume, um, and one half of the state uh, calls it a Taylor ham; the other half of the state calls it a pork roll northern part of the state. Uh, typically, uh, we'll call it a Taylor ham. The southern part of the state will call it a pork roll. And, oh, it, used to be
0: called, it used to be branded Trenton Pork Roll. Trenton, There we go.
1: So, I mean, and then you get into the whole thing where, you know, recently the governor, Phil Murphy, a Democrat, um, finally firmly came down on the existence of Central Jersey. And we don't know whether Central Jersey, where Central Jersey will go in the Taylor ham pork roll uh, you know, uh, nomenclature. It's, a, it's yeah, a sort of, I mean, sort it's, of a it's, shibboleth it's, in the state. It's right?
0: It's a TV market thing. You know, like when you get into the Princeton area, you can actually pick up both New York and Philly TV. So your breakfast uh, options may be confused, but most people know if they watch, you know, New York TV, they they're, they're they're eating Taylor ham.
1: Okay. Well, there we go. Um, uh, this all relates, by the way, uh, to to Bob Menendez. And uh, and his issues. So quick, like, let's just for, for those who, you know, may have seen a headline about Menendez. Um, I mean, I'm sure the, the the some of the details of this latest indictment that was handed down last week, you know, the the Southern District of New York, uh, you know, and, and its FBI contingents like raided his home a couple years back. Uh, they indicted and announced the indictment on friday um let, let's just quickly go over that and then we're going to do a rewind not a you know uh Wayne's world do 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 uh, too much but uh we'll rewind and talk about previous indictments and also just his biography and why he's such a uh, you know sort of central figure in new jersey politics
0: right well the senator and his wife Nadine uh who he met in 2018 and st- oh, who he started dating in 2018 um they uh, were charged in a three-count indictment, essentially that they received bribes in the form of cash, gold, and a Mercedes-Benz convertible uh, in exchange for the senator using his influence uh, to help some uh, other people, including one of the co-defendants who was facing federal charges uh, related to a bank. It was a de- This guy was a developer in Edgewater, New Jersey, uh, who has friends with Mrs. Menendez for a long time before the senator met her. Um, And then another businessman who had a contract in Egypt to certify halal meat for sale in Egypt. Uh, But then they also were introduced to Egyptian agents, uh, and there were some allegations that the senator passed along confidential but not classified information after meeting with them. And then there was another guy who was facing a different uh, criminal case. The senator had talked to state prosecutors about his case. Um, So there's a lot of things, a lot of moving pieces, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, the damning thing was, you know, uh, pictures in the indictment, images actually contained in the indictment of the senator's uh, monogrammed fleece with with $100 bills spread out over it and gold bars. Uh, so that was what sort of was shocking even for New Jersey Democrats, <laughs> uh, which is a pretty high bar because, as you know, you said the Senate, this was not the senator's first rodeo. He was actually indicted in 2015 and the charges there were a little more complex. He had a buddy in Florida who was an eye doctor, made it one of the one of the one of the wealthiest, uh, you know, recipients of Medicare uh, re- reimbursements. Um he had flown on the guy's plane to the Dominican Republic. There were smeared allegations about prostitutes and maybe underage prostitutes have coming to visit them in, in, in the Dominican at the resort that this guy owned. But essentially, the Fed started an investigation, uh, found that Menendez had tried to put some pressure on the uh, HHS department, Over this guy's Medicare uh, investigation. Uh, His name was Dr. Melgan. He was eventually charged with the senator in a bribery case. Melgan also made a lot of campaign contributions to New Jersey State Democratic County organizations. We'll get back to them in a bit. Um, (laughs) and, uh, And also to a super PAC that supported Menendez's election in 2012. And, uh, you know, I got to keep the, all these elections straight. But the the upshot was that that case uh, ended up in a hung jury, uh, after which the trial judge ruled on some defense motions and actually acquitted the senator on some of the most serious charges, saying the government did not provide proof of this. And then after that, the Justice Department dropped the case entirely. The St- Senate Ethics Committee picked it up, severely admonished the senator, for many of the same things they said he did in the indictment, uh, although not the bribes, but basically the using his influence parts, and uh, then he was reelected by eleven points in twenty later in twenty eighteen. So now we get to twenty eighteen. He's he's also now started to go out with Nadine, and apparently he starts his new term and. There are questions of him using his influence to help these other guys that federal prosecutors in a different office. This is the, the, the first indictment was brought by the, the people in the public integrity section here in D.C. and actually started with a uh, raid in on Melgan's office in Florida. Uh, this one was launched by the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Southern District of New York, which had investigated Menendez before another election in 2012. On a case, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of moving pieces, and you know, he believes that the prosecutors have it in for him. He was completely unapologetic in his press conference on Monday. Says prosecutors get things wrong. I'm living proof of that. I deserve a right to defend myself. He says that the four hundred eighty thousand dollars that they found in his house was because he
1: did not trust didn't the
0: trust banks. Banks because he's a <laughs> member of the banking committee or whatever. But anyway, he used to take money out of his savings account and just keep it around in case the government seized property, which ironically, the government came to his house and seized the money. Well,
1: so, I, and I actually believe that he – and we can get into this with his biography. He At his press conference uh, on on Monday in Union City where he's from – Uh, He he specifically cited the the trauma of of being uh, witnessing what happens in Cuba, where properties is is seized, and that was a reason that he wanted to keep cash, you know, nearby and not in the bank. Right, even
0: though technically his parents did not flee Castro, they fled Batista. He was actually born in New York City. His his parents fled as. Right before he was born. So he was born in New York City, but he grew up in Union City, New Jersey.
1: I mean, isn't um, Union City in and you know that, that whole, you know, Hoboken, Weehawks and so forth. Isn't it kind of the sixth bureau borough of Yeah. Of New I mean York, you, really? you clearly <laughs> you
0: clearly look over the Palisades, yeah. you could see right. that you have better views of Manhattan than a lot of people in Brooklyn do. Right. Um but you know, he, he grew he grew up in Union City, a uh, big Cuban community there. A lot of people in Cuba did settle there after uh, the after Castro. Um, at one point, you know, was the largest community, Cuban community outside of Miami.
1: And um, one of the most densely populated uh, yes, cities yes. in There's the United 10, States 10,000 well. people per
0: square mile, you know. Yeah. Um, and he grew up there. He started working. He was actually elected to the school board. Uh, you know, he fought to get an elected school board, and then he got elected to the school board as a young man, uh, came under the wing of the, the 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 municipal boss, the mayor, Bill Musto, Eventually, the feds in Newark started investigating Musto. Menendez actually turned on Musto, and famous always talks about this, wore a bulletproof vest because he thought they were going to try and get him. Uh, but he eventually be, ran for and became mayor of Union City uh, and then became the state senator at the same time he remained mayor because in New Jersey at the time you could have multiple jobs. Um, then they redistricted and they created the first Latino majority district in the house for, and he ran for that. Uh, he won that seat. He moved up in the house leadership. He became, uh, I believe majority whip,
1: uh, conference, uh, conference chair, conference
0: chair. Conference yeah, chair. Conference chair yeah. And he was in that position when John Corzine, who was the Senator got elected governor and Corzine got to pick his appointment make his appointment to fill his term. So Menendez picked up uh, hit the seat in 20, 2005. In 2006, Menendez won his first full term, even though the U.S. attorney at that time, Chris Christie, uh, I've heard that name before. Appar- was, <laughs> apparently started an, an investigation. It became known that the feds had served subpoenas in Union City because there was property that Menendez owned that uh, was, was bought by a Local nonprofit that also received federal funds that Menendez had lobbied for. Uh, this did not result in any charges, but it it, it did allow his opponent in two thousand six, now Congressman Tom Kane Jr., to say that Menendez was under federal criminal investigation. Um, and you know, it, it, so it is a fact in New Jersey that if you've probably voted for Bob Menendez many times knowing that there's always a cop right behind him. Um, so it's interesting right now that this indictment came down and within hours, one House Democrat came out and called for his resignation. Then the governor called for his resignation. County chairman, and if you're going to run in New Jersey, and Menendez is up next year, they came out and called for his resignation Uh, Part of what's going on there is there's legislative races in two months. Um, Both the House and the Senate are up, uh, uh, and it's called the Assembly and the Senate are up. And there are a lot of Democrats who are concerned. Murphy's not too popular, the governor. Uh, Joe Biden is not too popular. They think they got tough races to keep control of the legislature. They don't want to have to defend Bob Menendez. So they want him out.
1: And what we saw earlier today, before we started taping, was that I mean, yesterday we, we, we saw a, a few um, of his colleagues in the Senate call for his resignation. Uh, you know, Sherrod Brown, John Fetterman, um, and then today, you know, the, as you know, right right before we came in here, just this chorus of primarily uh, vulnerable you know Democrats, Democrats who are running in, in tough races, people like John Tester. You know Tammy Baldwin, who you know, debatable how vulnerable she is, but she is certainly in a swing state. Uh, and and you know sometimes those races are really tough or they're very close uh, at the at the statewide level. Uh, Jackie Rosen, I mean, it was this like sort of laundry list of people who were vulnerable, and we thought like, okay, well let's let's see you know who else comes for because Fetterman is obviously not up for you know five years now. Um, but then you know we see folks who are who are already in their terms. They're not like, they're not facing vulnerable. Um, you know, th- they're not facing tough races, people like Mark Kelly. And then the big one was Corey Booker, uh, his, 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 his home state colleague. And why, I mean, and the thing that, the thing that I just remember is that, you know, when the, when he was exonerated in, in 2018, you know, the, he had this very this amazing press conference, you know, where he sort of said, for those of you who are trying to dig my political grave i will remi- I, I i know who you are. you are i know who you are i will f- not forget right. that you know this and and has you know basically like t- put people on notice about this and the fact that so many people so many colleagues of his in new jersey and then also in the senate are now calling for his resignation to me seems like this is a real escalation and a sign of what kind of political danger they see that he is in and that
0: they perceive him is to be right i mean talking to people you know and i did cover the state for 25 years right uh talking to people over the weekend old freds you know it's hey how you doing uh the there is a strong sense that Menendez is done that there is no possible way the only possible way he could Win in 2024 would be if five people run against him and he somehow slides in. But when you run in a primary in New Jersey, especially Democratic primaries, because there's like six counties where the bulk of the Democratic vote comes out, the county organization does what they call a line. And it's basically it'll have Joe Biden, it'll have the Senate, preferred Senate nominee, it'll have the local congressman, it'll have the county officials, it'll have everybody down to the municipal all on one line. And if you want to run against somebody on the line, you are either floating out there on the ballot by yourself or you got to put together a line to fill it out. So like one of the ironies is that there's a guy who's the mayor of Jersey City who once ran against Menendez in a primary, mostly because he was backing a a competing slate of county officials and they need somebody to fill the line to the left of them. So he just put his name on the ballot as the congressman candidate, but he wasn't really against Menendez, you know, and you you get primaries sometimes where the guys who are just filling out the line or the women who are just filling out the line win the primary and then resign in the the party preferred candidate because that wasn't the race they were really competing for. <laughs> uh, but, but essentially running off the line is really difficult. I mean, we did have a case. In, we, in New Jersey did have a case uh, in the – 2020 election where somebody running off the line won in South Jersey to run against uh, Jeff Van Drew. Uh, their name was Kennedy, though. And it was also because of the pandemic, the first election where they mailed ballots to everybody. The other thing that happens is primaries, people don't really rush out to vote in primaries. So the turnout is lower party organization gins up its burnout, Uh, the 2020 election was off because of the fact that everybody got a ballot because of the pandemic. But anyway, usually you're not on the line, you don't win. Um, The only thing Menendez can hope is that the lines go to four or five other people, so nobody gets the the lock, but uh, we'll see.
1: One of, and just to note, one of the reasons that that was sort of ex- exceptional it, with the Kennedy uh, race that you referred to is it, it was Amy Kennedy. I just I dub, dub, double checked; you know, I wanted to make sure uh, who's also the spouse of former Congressman Patrick Kennedy. Uh, so, right. so like there, there's a not not just a Kennedy with the Kennedy name, not not just a real Kennedy, you know, so to speak, you know, but a political Kennedy, but actually in you know someone who is you know. Not just adjacent to politics, but has been in politics. Well, he is adjacent in the yeah. sense
0: that Rhode Island was right. where he was a congressman. But, well, yeah. you
1: know, when you're a Kennedy, you know, you can run in New York, you can run in Rhode Island, you can run in Massachusetts, you get a place in Jersey, Jersey. Jersey. Sure, they just, yeah, they keep on going. You know, further further south, like like the population of the United States keeps on drifting southward, right? So yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so I mean, so so like Bob Bob Menendez. I mean, the other thing that could happen is Menendez could could be expelled by his colleagues. Uh, We were actually looking this up this morning. Uh, You know, it would take 66 votes. I mean, at this point, there may already be 16 Democrats who have said he's got to go. The question becomes, would 50 Republicans, would 49 Republicans vote to expel him? Already, Tom Cotton of Arkansas says that he should stay because the Republican argument Oh, that's with 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 a great the great enemy president to have. Is He should be allowed to clear his name. Right. You know, this is, you know, justice gone wild. So we we don't we we the Republicans are the ones who are holding back from saying this is terrible, he needs to resign because the Democrats are the ones who have been saying Trump shouldn't be running because he's under indictment. Uh, so it's 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 an, once again New Jersey turns its world on its ear.
1: So uh, this this is a nice segue also to the Trump factor in this, which is that you know Republicans uh, have hitched their wagon you know to Trump for years now. Uh, the the former president is under you know is, is involved in four <laughs> criminal cases uh, in in New York and uh, in in D.C. in uh, in in Miami you know uh, and the 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 republicans have also made a a lot of political hay out of saying that the the government is weaponized against trump and his supporters uh and, and so forth and this is that this is the this is the situation where like well okay you know the the justice department has also indicted the president's son hunter uh, on on uh you know a gun charge and is probably you know looking at a few other things and now they've indicted a sitting senator uh Bob Menendez who is also just in addition to just being an institution has been around for a long time is a hell of a rainmaker I mean this guy raises a lot of money uh, of course cue the jokes right <laughs> the money just literally it's just sprouts out of his <laughs> out of his fleece uh but but I mean he has been a very effective senator in in, a, in by a lot of measurements for the democrats for the country arguably and and they're saying and they're in this thing where they don't they don't want to they they have to say politically he needs to go if they want to be consistent as you said with with what they're saying about trump so it does create this crazy set of dynamics where they just can't be seen saying like well you know give give bob a chance to clear his name he's fine you know continuing uh <laughs> running around in the senate voting on things like you know foreign policy <laughs> well the
0: the other thing though is you know among the charges were, you know, Biden got to nominate a U.S. attorney for the state of New Jersey, and the senators get a big say in that. Um, The the U.S. attorney, Menendez, was saying he wasn't going to recommend somebody because that person wasn't going to agree to go easy on one of his co-defendants, according to the charges. And then one of Menendez's Associates, uh, you know, a, a, a aide one in the, the indictment met with this guy who said, "Well, maybe he won't recuse himself. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll look at the case." And you know, Menendez then nominated, endorsed the guy, uh, and he became the U.S. attorney. And then he recused himself anyway, and Menendez was reportedly livid. Uh, and then the case goes forward, and the 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 charges against the co-defendant actually don't come out as serious as they might have. And the co-defendant was happy, but the Justice Department has to put in the indictment that everybody did everything properly in the case and nobody influenced the the line prosecutors who made these decisions. Um, Because it's it's that kind of world where, you know, somebody might have looked at this and said, hey, what did happen in that case, you know?
1: And, uh, again, it it is it is easy, I think, for a lot of people to make New Jersey jokes, you know, about corruption. I mean, like – they are New it, Jersey it, jokes? <laughs> no, they, they're <laughs> Delaware jokes. <I> think, no? <laughs> if you haven't – you know, if you haven't uh, grown up watching The Sopranos – Uh, Or you know, or Boardwalk Empire, or you know, any kind of, or even movies, you know, back in the day, you know, whether you know whether it was Atlantic City, the you know, like back in nineteen eighty with Burt Lancaster, uh, and uh, and Susan Sarandon. I mean, like New Jersey has this this uh, reputation (laughs) for colorful politics, uh, for, for for corruption. But in this case, I mean, there it's also coming at a time where. I mean, this is a, a sore spot, you know, with you and, and with a lot of your colleagues who have, have spent many years covering New Jersey politics from New Jersey and from here. Is that there are actually no Washington-based political reporters, you know, it, from from New Jersey, right? I mean, the the, the none of the New Jersey. Uh, well, I think
0: one of the websites actually did send somebody down. They did, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, so, but, but yeah, but, none of none of the major newspaper corporations, right, have reporters here anymore
1: and this um, is not a small state you know this is this is a state you know with is it nine million people I and mean, is yes. that the population i mean uh you know this this is adjacent to new york city you know it is it is a huge thoroughfare for commerce you know it has you know world-class universities pharmaceutical companies it has this again colorful past uh, it has very colorful politicians you mentioned chris christie i mean like he's you know uh you know he he was immediately on TV, you know, when the indictment came down, and I think you, you were you were telling me that the, you know they asked about. It, he says, "Well, anytime what it was, anytime we raided somebody and they had pockets full of cash, there was never a good explanation. Never a good explanation, <laughs> you know." And he's running for president, right? I mean, Chris Christie is a consequential politician. He is. Probably not likely to be the Republican nominee for president, just like he he fell short in 2016. But this is a two-term governor uh, and a former U.S. attorney and somebody who people people know. Uh, And then my favorite part of this, too, is a blast from the past uh, has now finally weighed in on this. And it shows you the somewhat bare-knuckle approach that uh, New Jersey Democratic politics in particular can take. And who is that? who was from, from the crypt, if you will,
0: (laughs) former Senator Robert Torricelli,
1: the torch uh,
0: who who, who ironically was one of those people who was trying to dig Menendez's political grave and he knew who he was and he wasn't going to forget Torricelli was actually at the, the democratic convention delegation in 2016 saying, you know, if Menendez goes down, I'm willing. Uh, but Senator Torricelli, uh, went, uh, when uh, he was on CNN a little while ago, I was enjoying listening to him, you know, argue with an anchor cause it wasn't me he was arguing with. Uh, but he, he, you know, he, he resigned his seat. Ugh, don't give me the year. Uh, but, uh, but he, he resigned his seat, uh, when he had already been investigated, he had a letter of exoneration, but then the, um, Two things happened. One is the Ethics Committee severely admonished him, which is the same thing they did to Menendez. But also an NBC reporter uh, got footage from, you know, somewhere. This is the thing, you know, the FBI in New York has a bad history of leaking stuff to New York TV. But that's bitter anger from a New Jersey newspaper reporter.
1: 2002,
0: by the way. 2002, yeah. Is is when he dropped out, yeah. So was replaced gets, by his
1: arch nemesis, Frank Cloutenberg <laughs> on the ballot. <about it.
0: laughs> NBC gets this footage, which sort of proves what everybody was saying about the case against Torricelli and actually makes a half hour special out. of It and shows it like five times in a weekend because there was nothing else on their channel that week or whatever. And by the, the Monday, there's this conference in the governor's office and they tell And in was one of the people who was there. They tell Torricelli he's got to step down. Um, And they try to get somebody else and they actually bring Frank Lautenberg back out of retirement. And he runs, they had to actually change the ballot. They had to sue to get the name off the ballot and get it back on. And the state Supreme court actually ruled, even though the deadline had passed, that they could do that as long as the democratic state committee put up the money to, so that the County clerks could get ballots reprinted. Um, and, and, you know, Lautenberg comes back, he wins and he, you know, he stays in office until he dies in 2013. Uh, you know, he keeps winning and they thought he was just coming back for a one-timer and then everybody else could run, you know, again. And he's like, Oh, I like this job. It's a Senate. Yeah. You know? So, but yeah, I mean, so now, now, now Torch, as he is lovingly known is, is going out and saying, you know, what Menendez did, this is terrible. Oh my God. People can't see that stomach this. And you know, this is what happens. You know, you stick around long enough. I mean, we should get into this too. Jim McGreevy, the governor who had to resign himself, he may be running for, he is running for mayor of Jersey City. You know, he's been working many years in a sort of ministry for, for you know, people getting out of prison and knowing how they get their second chance. He's now, you know, he's been moving in Jersey City circles. He's thinking of running. It, it always It never stops giving New Jersey. I'm just saying, you know,
1: and and it beats it beats you know watching the Jets. I guess. Oh yeah,
0: and (laughs) whether they'll get enough votes to pass the rule. I mean, come on.
1: Well, Herb, um, this is I. It's hard to talk about New Jersey politics without it getting messy. I think this was a, a, a beautifully messy rendition of of uh what we're what we're seeing, what we're observing uh with Senator Menendez uh with the indictment, with the way his colleagues have come out, you know, uh, reacted to this. Um, this is yet another wrinkle in a weird election cycle already. I mean, it's it's like a lot of a lot of the people running for office are going to be spending a lot of time in court. It seems, <laughs> uh, or or at least we'll be monitoring court cases that affect them. And it's just, I I my hat is off uh, because you know we we got we even got in you know pork roll versus Taylor ham. We'll we'll do tomato pie another time. Uh, but uh...
0: Yeah, that's a that's a Trenton thing. <laughs>
1: Not a is, it, Jersey thing. is is it is it trenton is it more lambertville or is, is my understanding right i mean this well, is it's,
0: it's, we're really just talking about two miles on route 29 now i mean come it's on. A, it, they're different universes though right
1: i mean like they are know, they are yeah yeah two two miles is like i mean that's another rest stop in a yeah, parkway people you know? work
0: in trenton and they live in <laughs>
1: <laughs> but again a, a, a topic for another time tomato pie i i will say this i think it's delicious uh in in, in my in my trip there Uh, But anyway, uh, thank you for, for running through this. uh, You know, I mean, people, people say Florida is colorful. They got nothing,
0: (laughs) nothing like this. You retire to Florida after you do New Jersey. All
1: right. Uh, Thank you. uh, Thank you, Herb. And uh, thank you for out there for tuning in to, to political theater, wherever you do, whether you watch it on YouTube, whether you listen to it on your podcast. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for listening please subscribe, tell your friends, rate us do all those kind of podcasty things and we'll see you next time